and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about report a UFO, go to jail. That's correct, report a UFO, go to jail. Now, this article comes to us from foxnews.com. title says, UFO search, retired Navy officer not going to jail to report what he saw in Afghanistan. The subtitle says, lawmakers push Department of Defense to establish a secure way for witnesses to report potential UFO sightings. And the article is by Chris Eberher. Now, of course, we know that they had these meetings on January 19th where Congress uh, ordered, well, recommended, I guess you could say, said pretty please and asked the DOT to create some sort of vehicle for people to report UFO experiences they had without fear of going to prison for breaking secrecy laws or NDA codes and all that. So far, nothing's been done. You know, they just, they just aren't really doing what they need to do to get this ball rolling. It says a retired Navy officer said he saw a metallic orb in Afghanistan that's similar to the one shown in a video during last month's Senate hearing, but there's no secure way for him to come forward. So here we go. I mean, this kind of just kind of is glossed over here, but remember, there was the first uh, Mosul orb uh, video shown, or image that was released by Jeremy Corbell and uh, George Knapp a couple months ago. And, you know, here again, the DOD, instead of releasing things, uh, really what I think would be in an ethical manner, where they're done openly and transparently uh, on a website or something, they choose to pick and choose uh, media personalities to give this stuff to. It's really not the correct way to do this. It says, I'm going to be honest with you, I'd love to tell you everything in detail, but I'm not willing to go to jail to do it, said a retired Navy senior chief, whose name is being withheld for fear of repercussions. I'm constrained because of security agreements, so they need a way for submissions to be made, he told Fox News Digital. Not having a secure way to report potential UFOs was a glaring oversight in the eyes of two lawmakers on both sides of the aisle after all-domain anomaly resolution officer office arrows April 19th UFO hearing in front of the Senate Armed Services Committee on emerging threats and capabilities. Sometimes it seems like the really emerging threat is from within. AERO is an office within the U.S. Office of the Secretary of Defense that investigates UAPs, unidentified anomalous phenomena. So see, now we're going from aerial to anomalous. Just look, they're mixing and matching the verbiage constantly. That is just a mind trick that they want to play on us in order for them to gain control of the narrative. Which is government-created word for UFOs. Head of agency Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick showed the second long video clips seen above two lawmakers and said this is essentially all the data we have of this event. I don't believe a single word this guy says, honestly. I'm sorry. You can watch the videos. I'll post a link on the Buy Me A Coffee website. You see this uh, looks like a steel sphere racing overhead in this very kind of rural, undeveloped area. I don't think Al-Qaeda has these things that they're flying around. Okay, And for Kirkpatrick to sit there and say, oh, well, none of these things that I saw violated the laws of physics, that is a provable, is a provable lie, in my opinion. Look at the video. Make up your own mind. It says, it's going to be virtually impossible to fully identify that just based off that video, he said. So it's considered an unresolved case. Well, what it really is, Mr. Kirkpatrick, it's an object. It's flying. And it's not identified. Therefore, it is an unidentified flying object. We call those things UFOs, just in case you're not aware of that. The retired Navy officer said that he and other military service members saw a similar metallic orb from an airborne platform in 
Afghanistan in the early 2000s. These guys just can't speak English, can they? From an airborne platform. So what? Did you see it with a from a drone? Uh, from uh, a low-level satellite? Or were you actually in an airplane watching this thing? They Even after they're out, they can't help but just speak in riddles. The whole thing about these people is deception. Think about it. They're never going to give you disclosure. They can't. They can't even speak in plain English. And then it has a. It it has the little uh, unresolved, inactive archive cartoon uh, card they created here for Congress. It, it looks like something made for a third grader. How how they're gonna how they're gonna do a better job and and get all of these uh, UFO encounters. Uh, together in one place, and after we've recorded all of them and refused to share any of them with you except for the few here and there that we give to our chosen media personalities, then then maybe after we do all that, in five or ten years, come back to us and maybe we'll figure something out. Probably not, though, because we've been working on this since 1945. It says, but I know where the bodies are buried, not necessarily where the digital data is, though. I can point them in the right direction. Now, this guy sounds to me like someone's got a death wish. I'm sorry. If he knows anything, he should disclose it. He should probably go to some high-powered senator, have him you know, get an act of Congress through that relieves him from whatever NDA he signed, and then tell them what he knows. Look, the people that he's dealing with, that he thinks that he's created this anonymity about himself so they can't find him, that's silliness. I mean, they can listen to every single phone call, every text message, every YouTube video, every podcast. So just assume that what you're doing is transparent. It'll be a lot safer. Runaway fireball could be the alien probe, blah, blah, blah. After the April 19th Senate hearing, Senators Mark Warner, Democrat Virginia, and Marco Rubio, Republican Florida, wrote a five-bullet-point letter to DOD, which was shared with Fox News Digital. One of the arguments was the lack of a secure way for potential UFO witnesses to safely come forward and share their stories. To date, we have seen no efforts to communicate the existence of the secure process to the public, the senator said in the letter. We request that you provide us an update on the plan to publicize the secure process for witnesses to come forward. See, this is more mealy-mouthed nonsense. Who does the DOD, I mean, do they work for Congress or does Congress work for them? Please, Daddy. Please, Daddy. Make a plan so, tell us tell us about the UFOs and our bedtime story again. Please, Daddy. Look, these senators should have had the courage to order these guys and say, listen, you're going to do this, you're ordered to do this, and you're going to complete, you're going to complete this task within, you know, 30 days or 10 days or whatever, and if you don't do it, we're going to have you arrested for insubordination and dereliction of duty. That's how you talk to an insubordinate person under your authority in the military. Please. Rubio told Fox News Digital in an email statement through a spokesperson that Americans are understandably concerned about objects in the country's airspace and near facilities. What's worse, our government spent too many years ignoring or downplaying the threat, Rubio said. Thankfully, that is beginning to change, but as we saw earlier this year, the defense intelligence agency communities are still struggling. I don't know if it's changing. We know they shot down a couple of objects, two or three objects, actually, three, Yukon, Alaska, and Lake Huron, but they won't show us a video from the from the jet cockpit. 
we have no confirmation of what was shot down. They just continued to lie about us ever since this happened. So what's changing? The Florida senator referring to the Chinese spy balloon and three other UAPs that the Biden administration shot down in February doesn't mean anything. For all we know, those could have been the, 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 the good ETs that he shot down. Maybe they're sending some sort of peace ambassador, and this idiot's knocked them out of the sky. We don't know. We don't even have a clue to what they shot down. How do we know they were a threat? Senior Pentagon leaders said publicly that two of the UAP were almost certainly not balloons. But Congress has not been provided the rationale or censored data to support this unprecedented action, he said. Hear that? Senior Pentagon leaders said publicly that two of the, let's call them UFOs, were almost certainly not balloons. So at least two of them. We don't know if it was Alaska. And, but I think that they've, they feel like they've lied enough about what was shot down in Lake Huron. They've created this, this silly balloon club thing and saying, oh, we've, had, we've launched this balloon. You know, when, when is it okay for a bunch of hillbillies to launch a balloon without telling anybody and, it, and let it cruise at an altitude where it could be ingested into a jet airplaner's engine or blast across their windshield and bring down an airliner with hundreds of people on board? Why is that okay? Okay. Secondly, even though they're telling us that these other two incidents in Yukon, Alaska were almost certainly not balloons, you still have every debunker and joker on television out there saying, oh, they shot down party balloons over Alaska and, and Yukon. Parallel narrative. All right, it goes on and says, in this instance, we shot down multiple UAP, and it's not clear to this day we know with confidence what they are. He said that not only is the American public lacking information, but lawmakers tasked with congressional oversight are being denied critical information. We stood up the arrows off. We stood up the arrow office to address just such an instance, to rapidly aggregate and analyze the data and apply the scientific process. We need the Biden administration to fully empower the arrow office and comply with the guidance set out in the FY23 NDAA. It's sad to see our elected officials in Congress and our senators begging the deep state to do what they're told. At some point, it would be so nice if some of these congressmen and women could forcefully tell these people, this is what you're going to do. But you see, you see where the power is at? The power is located with the deep state. It's not located with the people that we elect. It's located with these, whatever they are, I almost think it's beyond human entities at some point, lodged within these bureaucracies. They're, they're just like, they, they, they are at the point where they're almost impossible to pin down. They're so opaque and so camouflaged that we can't even find the right people to talk to. Every so often they send, us, they send, they send up some sacrificial goat to take the heat in Washington, D.C., but nothing ever gets done. No one's ever held accountable. It says, and then it makes a point, it says, for, uh, for FY23 NDAA stands for Fiscal Year 2023 National Defense Authorization Act, which includes clauses about establishing secure pathways for witnesses and whistleblowers to come forward with their stories. They didn't tell them, create something so these guys can come. They, let's, let's make a plan about a plan about someday planning to make it possible for people to report their UFO encounters without going to jail. Let's do that. Tell me a bedtime story 
about UFOs, Daddy. It's pathetic. The retired officer said that what the senators are asking for is likely what I would need to submit. Senators have been asking for this nonsense. They have been playing bedtime UFO stories with Daddy since 1945. We, we said it again with... Uh, the future president, uh, Gerald Ford. They've never a single time produced any information that added any real clarity to the situation. And let's take a look at this next article. Now, if we just look back at the last couple months, we are seeing images come out of this uh, Afghan, Iraq region of the country of more UFOs. And they seem to be images created by our own military, but once again, the military is not releasing them directly. They're being filtered out through certain select uh, media personalities, journalists. And like this one here from unexplainedmysteries.com. The title says, Spy plane images of a cylindrical UFO over Iraq have been released. Now, the article is by T.K. Randall, dated March 7, 2023. And you can see this cylinder-shaped object. It looks like it kind of has a contrail coming behind it. We're not really given a lot of context. It says, what is the object and where did it come from? And then it says, image credit, Jeremy Corbell, George Knapp. So once again, we have these two celebrity uh, media personalities slash journalists coming forward with this image. It just would be so much better if this stuff was released uh, in a organized, transparent way. According to reports, the object was has since been dubbed the Baghdad Phantom, we're told, was captured on camera over the Iraqi capital by a U.S. Reaper drone back in May 2022. It was allegedly classed as a UAP, or Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, by the U.S. Air Force due to its peculiar characteristics such as a lack of wings or any obvious means of propulsion. The images were made public after being leaked to journalists Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp. So why do they have to leak these to certain select few first and then make them public? You know, it's 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 not it's not good. What George and I have uncovered is Reaper drone footage over an active war zone. Corbell told Mail Online, it shows an anomalous object which has been designated as UAP by our own Air Force. The object appears to have no flight control surfaces, no traditional reactionary propulsion, and is cooler than the surrounding environment. This isn't your grandma's rocket, what we're looking at. A video of Corbell and Knapp discussing the images can be viewed below, and you can watch that video. Interesting. But here again, we're starting to see these reports come out uh, over and over, especially here in the Middle East in these war zones. Same thing happening in Ukraine. But all we get is images. Oftentimes they're released, like I said, through select journalists. They're not being uh, presented to the public and in a really uh, fair, strict, legal-type matter, I guess you would say. I mean, they could post these things online for all of us to see. We could have a discussion about them. That would be helpful. But the way that they're doing it is is they're just putting this stuff out there piecemeal. They're controlling the narrative, and they're using celebrity media personalities to do it. Meanwhile, you have a career Navy person saying, yes, I've seen this stuff, but I can't come forward and tell you about it because they would put me in prison. Okay? He could be locked up with Julius Assange and, and uh, Snowden. So this is the fear that's happening. With one hand, they're releasing little bits and pieces to different 
celebrities. On the other hand, they're telling people quite plainly, if you come forward and share this, we're going to put you in prison for the rest of your life. Meanwhile, they're going to Congress and saying, oh, yeah, we're working on our way to release this stuff, but it's just so complicated. Now, I want to go ahead and look at another case or two here, and we'll finish this up. Now, this next article is from timesofisrael.com. It says, U.S. Army vets say they saw UFOs on Israel-Egypt border in 2014. Three cavalry scouts tell UK's Daily Mail that eight bright objects they spotted flying over peninsula were not man-made. Now, this is by, says, the TOI staff, and that's dated May 18, 2020 years, so about a year ago. And this account comes from back in 2014. It, it's not that hard to find former military people who have had UFO encounters and experience. We don't need to set up a whole department to do it. Okay, They could just put an ad on Craigslist, maybe. I don't know. Three former U.S. Army cavalrymen have spoken up about seeing UFOs along the Israeli Israel-Egypt border and the Sinai Peninsula in 2014. The veterans told the Daily Mail on Tuesday, of course this was last year, that they saw eight bright objects hovering and speeding across the sky from an outpost in Sinai on the Egyptian border around December 2014. The three cavalry scouts, who were described as trained in identifying aircraft, told the UK outlet they believed the objects they saw were not man-made. So they're experts at identifying aircraft, and they're like, no, these aren't aircraft, these are UFOs. I would describe it as a big object with several smaller object, objects, which appeared to be communicating or scuffling, like a dogfight in the air, said one of the three, Sergeant Travis Bingham, 36. Bingham was stationed with E-4 Specialist Official Singh and Private First Class Delville Ingram at Observation Post 3-1 in Sinai, near the south end of the Israel-Egypt border. We knew it wasn't our military, and it was baffling, he added. The objects were glowing. You could clearly see them with the naked eye, and it was clear how fast they were moving. To this day, I've never seen anything like the craft covering such distance with extreme speeds. These are people that are trained experts on how to identify aircraft, and they're telling you, I've never seen anything like it. They were traveling at extreme speeds. Their comments were reported on the same day the U.S. Congress held its first hearing in half a century on unidentified flying objects. No, there's still no government confirmation of extraterrestrial life. Testifying before a House Intelligence Subcommittee, Pentagon officials did not disclose additional information from their ongoing investigations of hundreds of unexplained sightings in the sky. Well, look, here we are over a year later. Still nothing. Ronald Moultrie, the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence, said the Pentagon was trying to destigmatize the issue and encourage pilots and other military personnel to report anything unusual they see. Uh, this tells you just uh, what kind of a circle they're trying to run you around in. Yes, we're trying to figure out a way to destigmatize people reporting this stuff. Well, you could start by not threatening to put them in prison if they do report it. That'd be a, that'd be that would be one way to destigmatize it. It says we want to know what's out there as much as you want to know what's out there. Multi told lawmakers, adding that he was a fan of science fiction himself. Notice how he's trying to sell this. He's trying to make it himself a good old boy. Yeah, we want to know just like you want to know. This is a soft sell right here. Beware of this kind of language. Sightings are usually fleeting. Some appear for no more than an instant on camera and then sometimes end up distorted by the camera lens. Yeah, 
Don't trust your lying eyes. A top Pentagon official on Tuesday briefly demonstrated the challenge Scott Bray, Deputy Director of Naval Intelligence, stood next to a television stood next to a television to show a short video taken from an F-18 military plane. The video shows a blue sky with passing clouds and a single frame, which it took several minutes for staff in the room to queue up. There is an image of one balloon-like shape. As you can see, finding UAP is harder than you may think, Bray said, using the acronym for Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. Yeah, that's that's just called a parlor, a parlor trick right there. They want to um, distract you, the public, and Congress from asking questions about what these things are. Don't believe your lying eyes. Look over here. Yes, I know we have the most powerful uh, you know, military in the world, and we're spending multiple times on our military than all the rest of the world combined, but these things are just so hard to record. But yet, people can go out every weekend on their smartphones and record these things all day long. But the military just can't find a quality, quality recording of a UFO that they can share with Congress. Oh, we've got this sphere darting across the screen. Uh, no means of propulsion. No means of staying in the air. No means of being controlled. But not to worry. Not violating the laws of physics. Nothing to see here. Move along. Now, I want to look at one last example, and then we'll wrap this up. So we'll finish up with this last article from the Jerusalem Post, and you can find this at jpost.com. It's talking about this orb, this metallic orb that was uh, the video that was released before Congress here uh, last month. And it's kind of interesting to take a look uh, at this issue through the eyes of uh, one of our uh, foreign allies, say. This is bigger than just a, a, an Adobe Shop picture. This is bigger than somebody uh, mistaking the planet Venus for a UFO and posting it online. These are actual military photographs. And, you know, it's funny how in this country, in the U.S., they'll, they'll bring them right before Congress and show them the picture and say, well, we don't know what it is, move along. But other countries are taking this a little bit more seriously. It seems like other countries are a lot more open-minded about this stuff, at least. That's how it seems to me. Now, it says, UFO spotted by U.S. drone in Middle East, Pentagon reveals. The strange metallic orb was spotted by a U.S. Reaper drone in 2022 in the Middle East. Now, see, right there, that tells you this is a little more honest because they're referring to it as in the Middle East. And I think in the, most of the American papers, they refer to it as Asia. So, for these guys, uh, everything from Egypt to China is Asia. It's just a way to obfuscate the terms and keep people from understanding where this stuff is at. Narrative control. The strange metallic orb spotted by a U.S. Reaper drone in 2022 in the Middle East has AARO revealed to Congress this particular UFO has been spotted repeatedly in the region. So this wasn't an artifact of the camera. It wasn't a weather balloon. It wasn't just a one-off of some drone. This is something that they've been tracking quite a bit lately. It's been making itself known. This written by Aaron Reich, published April 20th, 2023, so just a few weeks, a couple weeks ago. It says, a strange unidentified flying object, UFO, in the form of metallic orb, was detected in the Middle East by a U.S. Reaper drone sometime during 2022, the U.S. defense official Sean Kirkpatrick told Congress. I was on the last, what, two weeks ago. Footage of the orb, which had been classified up until now, 
was revealed by Kirkpatrick, who heads the Pentagon's Old Dominion Anomaly Resolution Office, to study UFOs as part of the latest U.S. defense sector update on the issue of UFOs. In particular, Kirkpatrick noted that sightings of UFOs have been on the rise, and the agency is tracking around 650 specific incidents, though clarified that there's no evidence any of this is the result of aliens, political, political reported. Well, how would you know that? If you've never captured one of these drones, if you've never made contact with one of them, how would you know that they're not the result of aliens? They're not from this country, so where are they from? However, it is significant. It is a significant jump from the 350 incidents mentioned in a report shared with lawmakers earlier this year. This is the second time Pentagon officials have come before U.S. lawmakers in 2023 to provide an update on the many different UFO cases, also known as Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, UAPs. They also call these things Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena, which many people view as a security threat. UAPs and UFOs are quite simply something seen in the air that can't be identified. However, it is commonly used to refer to unknown and unidentified aircraft. These sightings have been part of human culture for hundreds of years, significantly picking up intensity since the 20th century. Well, we've talked about them a lot more. We don't know how active they were 200 years ago because we weren't around. It has particularly become part of the popular culture, with many claiming they are signs of intelligence, alien life, coming to visit Earth. However, for many countries around the world, the primary concern regarding UFOs isn't possible alien visits or invasions, but rather a more geopolitical concern that these aircraft belong to other countries or entities on Earth that are being used to covertly, covertly monitor other countries' interests and activities, or even crossing into a nation's sovereign territory. Well, of course we know this is just this is just nonsense. These things do things that these things do things that do violate the laws of physics. And given the animal nature of the governments that rule us, if they had that kind of power at their disposal where they could easily use it, I cannot imagine that we would not all be living in a police state right now. It says, it is for this reason that UFOs and UAPs have been primarily studied by militaries and national security agents rather than scientists. No, that's not the reason. The reason scientists don't study this is because there's no money in it. That's just exactly what what um, we were told you know, in so many of these videos. Science, scientific research goes where the money's at. Right now, there's all kinds of money in global warming nonsense. So everything you hear is, oh, yes, it's affecting the temperature of the planet. Yeah, because they're getting paid to say that. This has only become an even more prominent issue following the shooting down of several UFOs by you. S forces, many of which are believed to be Chinese spy balloons. This is also not correct. One of them was a spy balloon, obviously. The other two, as we just pointed out, we were told by the, the uh, U.S. military that these were most certainly not balloons. So you see how these how these uh, journalists, so-called reporters, let their own biases come in. I, I think they have to be taking their orders some from somebody. However, the footage shown by Kirkpatrick wasn't anything like a Chinese spy balloon. No, not at all. It says in the footage dated July 12, 2022, which the U.S. Defense Department shared online, the U.S. military MQ-9 Reaper drone somewhere in the Middle East, exactly where it wasn't disclosed, can be seen monitoring a strange metallic silver orb-like object flying around below it at seemingly very high speeds while the drone camera tries to follow it. 
This footage is significant because while there have been previously declassified U.S. military footage of UFOs, those were all taken by pilots and manned aircraft. This one, however, was taken by a drone. However, this isn't the only time this particular UFO had been seen. Apparently, there had been many other sightings of a strange flying metallic orb in the Middle East. Kilpatrick said, There isn't one, but the reason for that is due to a lack of available data. It is going to be virtually impossible to fully identify that just based on that video, he said, according to ABC News. In other words, you've got what you're going to get. Don't talk to me. He also shared another video, this one taken by a reaper drone in South Asia in January 2023. Yeah, South Asia, what does that tell us? This is just a made-up geographic area. It could be Afghanistan, it could be Pakistan, it could be Vietnam for all we know. They love to pull this crap. They speak in riddles so you can't understand them. At first this video was also thought to be an unexplainable anomaly. However, the arrow has since come to a conclusion it was a heat signature left by a nearby commercial airplane, CNN reported. You see what they're doing? They're throwing weeds into the wheat field. You know you know the old parable? The enemy comes along, his neighbors planted his wheat. He really doesn't like this guy. He wants to, he wants to really wants to get back at him. So what does he do? He goes out in the nighttime. He takes a big old bag of seeds from weeds, nasty, ugly weeds that will overtake the field. And he seeds them through the field. He spreads the lies. Because, you know, a lie is self-spreading. What did Mark Twain say? A lie makes its way halfway around the world before the truth gets his pants on. So you see what's happening here? You've got this actual UFO sighting, video recorded, shown to Congress. And then we're going to go ahead and we're going to dump this big old bag of weed seed all over their story. And we're going to let it grow. And we're going to develop that parallel narrative, which is based on a lie. Kirkpatrick made waves back in February after his office helped, helped identify the Chinese spy balloon in U.S. airspace. Look, man, if you had a pair of high-power binoculars, you could have identified that thing. This was later followed by a number of other UFOs spotted in the U.S. and Canada, all of which were shot down. However, Kirkpatrick has also sparked the attention of UFO enthusiasts, those who believe it may be possible that these objects are signs of intelligence life among the stars. Back in March, he and an Israeli-American astronomer, you know, what's it, what is it with these guys having dual citizenships rising to high stations in our government? I don't know, is he an Israeli citizen or is he Israeli-born? I'm not sure what's going on here, man. I'm not trying to be, you know... Uh, anti-Israel or anti-immigrant. I'm just saying, it seems strange. Back in March, he and an Israeli-American astronomer and Harvard University professor Avi Loeb theorized the existence of an alien mothership that could have been sending UFO probes to Earth. So it's okay to write papers about the mothership sending probes to Earth, but when you get him in front of Congress, he's going to tell you, I've never seen a single thing that makes me think that anything here is of alien origin. Okay? Loeb is a leading voice for the SETI search for electro SETI as a search for extraterrestrial intelligence research in the mainstream scientific community. Has long advocated that scientists should consider the possibility that humanity may not be alone in the universe. And I believe right now he's down around New Zealand or someplace, New Guinea, uh, looking for a UFO that crashed into the ocean around there a few years back. They think it's a UFO. Anyway, that would, be fun, that would be fun to find out what happens there if it doesn't get buried by the deep state before it ever makes the headlines. While Kirkpatrick was quick to clarify that there is 
no evidence at this time of any alien activity whatsoever, and only a small percentage of UFO sightings could be considered anomalous, he urged UFO enthusiasts to submit their own findings, research, and analysis to be peer-reviewed by credible scientific journals. This, after all, is what AAR was doing. Yeah, if I want to take my UFO encounter or sighting and dump it in a trash can where it'll never be seen again, I'll be happy to do that. But I think we'll be a lot better off to take your account, write about it. If you got a video, post it. Tell somebody about it. Share it on social media. That's how we get disclosure. We will never, ever get disclosure through these guys. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.